0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence! We're excited to talk about your book, Jake. Is on my side.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Why are you laughing? <laughs> Paul Beanie
1: Teeny.
2: i think you guys are
1: way way out of line uh i say that your choices of books are way out of line hey welcome back to the brotherhood of batman i am aaron i'm the oldest out of us i produce this mess thanks for tuning in to the brotherhood of batman podcast
0: i am ben the baby brother your sunshine in gotham and i'm so excited to be recording in person yeah, hi guys. Hi, hi. I'm uh,
2: I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week, and the list is perfect. It's excellent. <laughs> Please don't make fun of it, Aaron.
0: I like uh, every uh, every couple episodes this season. <laughs> 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 I can't complain too much.
2: Well, here on the Brotherhood of Batman, three brothers uh, get together to talk about the Dark Knight. Uh, we read through the list that I made up. We watch Batman movies, and we just. Get together and get up to some crazy shenanigans.
1: Shenanigans.
2: Um, we also make theme drinks. For we each
1: did book. this time. We did. We
2: did, or Jake did. I did. Uh, but you know, it's I'm nice to be back it. in person enough, and uh, to be able to share a theme cocktail with you guys. So, if you guys would like, uh, you can make the drink that we are drinking tonight. It is muddled lime with honey. Some vodka, grapefruit juice, and a splash of dry white wine. It is called a Regal Beagle. Regal Beagle. It is not terrible,
1: Jake. You had tried it before and you said it was bad, and I don't think it's that bad. I like I like sour uh drinks a lot, so kind of reminds me a little bit of that son of a bitch that had uh like a lot of lemon juice and southern comfort and Triple sex, so I put
2: a little bit more honey in after the taste test, and it, it's much more palatable now.
0: Yeah, I could definitely throw back a couple of these at a bar and make terrible decisions. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: fair enough. Uh but we'll get into why we're drinking the Regal Beagle when we start to talk about the books. But uh before that, what's been going on in your geeky little worlds, guys?
0: Stop talking about comic books or what do you I'll
2: think you're doing,
0: you nerd? Stop spending.
2: I'm the Batman of Geeks, bitch.
1: Well, if you've been on Twitter the last few days, you know that the DC Universe oh my has God. An uproar <laughs> over Bruce Wayne and his choices uh, in the bedroom with Catwoman but that comes from the Harley Quinn show so uh, I finished watching season one and two and I thought it was hilarious and wonderful and it, they're talking about things that are not gonna be in season three Catalingus but, yeah Catalingus <laughs> but then it just like the the Twitter verse just went on a downward spiral on like all these Dick Grayson memes and Nightwing on Nightwing will do it and all these other things <laughs> about like Adam West was and uh, I don't know uh, the guy that played Riddler where There was a tweet that was going out about them, how they were uh, showed up to this party in character and didn't leave character. And then when they realized they what the party was, it was an orgy, they <gasps> stayed in character as Batman and the Riddler. <gasps> Not in
2: costume, I don't think,
1: but in the voice, acting in characters, and they were kicked out of the orgy. So find that
2: story <laughs> on Twitter. Who would them
0: out? I don't
2: know. <laughs> I think if Frank Gershon was there with that annoying laugh oh and everybody was naked trying to have sex, I'd be like, <laughs> you need to go.
0: I won't comment. Okay, hold on. Did you see the response today? Of DC, I think it's fake, but like DC responded saying that Batman would be a good lover. Yes. <laughs> Batman would not be a good lover. Bruce is the most selfish fucking person. <laughs> This <laughs> podcast has taught me nothing about comic books other than Bruce Wayne is an asshole. And I do believe that Catwoman can find a more gracious lover. I would I would agree.
1: I think Bruce would be very selfish.
0: But. Well, and I think,
2: uh, you know, <laughs> less about what Bruce is uh, stepping up to do and more about Selena. She's going to take what she wants. I mean, in the Batman Catwoman book that we're reading right now, she is the boss of that relationship. Oh, she is. And I would imagine that carries over into the bedroom too.
0: So. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Anyway,
0: so
1: top that one, fuckers.
0: <laughs> I have a lot to talk about. Um, I feel like my weekend geeks have been subdued, so I'm apologizing ahead of time for the amount I'm going to talk. But they're all comic book related. I'm gonna start <laughs> since we're talking about sex and comic books. Let's start with. Uh, I finished the refrigerator monologues book that uh, you gave me, Jake. Nice. Amazing! Is it? <laughs> it's so good. I think Aaron could actually appreciate it. Ah. Um, the Harley Quinn chapter alone is everything. It's really? a bunch of angry women just talking shit about that, how they were killed. I, read it. I yeah, read it. Yeah. It's so. If either of you want to read it, um, Jake, I know you started it. It's very, very good. Well, I had ordered two copies originally, one for
2: you and one for me, and mine showed up after I had gifted yours. So I do have my copy now. I just have not gotten back to finishing the book. But I am very yes. excited because the first two and a half chapters that I read were phenomenal.
0: Um it's called The Refrigerator Monologues. Re- I don't <laughs>
2: remember who it was by, but yeah. Okay.
0: Uh well Aaron, if you want you can borrow mine. It's super fast. It's 150 pages. Nice. Um, I think the guy's
1: last name was Whirlpool. <laughs>
0: or Frigidaire. <laughs> it, it, it was what it was Frigidaire for sure. Yeah. Um but I went sorry I wanted to mention that because we talked about it in a previous episode. But what I want to talk about today is that um, it is June when we're recording this, so it's Pride Month. Um, I don't do a lot for Pride anymore, but this month I'm really trying to like read and watch things. And um, I picked up the DC pride special issue that they made Nice. and it's, you know, they've got some LGBTQ creators and it's about all the LGBTQ characters. Um, It was fun. Marvel has one that comes out at the end of the month. So I'm going to pick up one of those. Um, But what I'm really excited about is that DC decided, you know, we're not going to just do this one issue focusing on these characters. We're actually going to do a couple mini series coming out of that issue. Um, so I'm looking forward to, in September, um, Aqualad from the, he got his start in the Young Justice TV show, like, 10 years ago. The I really name lo- is so terrible. Aqualad? I know. Uh, well, he, they're great. Um, but I love him, and he's a really good character. I've enjoyed him in different things, even though his name is stupid. His powers are really cool. And, uh, he, they're graduating him to Aquaman, so, and he is gay and so they're gonna have a gay black aquaman in september for a six issue miniseries so i'm really excited about that so
1: i think that's kind of redundant with gay and aquaman (laughs) in the comics anyway the movie not so much the comics say
0: uh thank you aaron for stepping backwards 20 years
1: (laughs) 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 that's messing with (laughs) you
0: but I'm excited. He uh, he was a super popular character created for <laughs> the Young Justice cartoon. Um, and, like, they put him in the comics. And they, like, yeah. they actually made him come out in the cartoon, which is cool. Because um, that didn't happen when I was a child.
2: Is so. Aqualad not the son of Aquaman?
0: No, this Aqualad, you know... <laughs> Going off the books we're about to talk about, there's a hundred versions of every character. So, th- yeah. this Aqualad is the son of Black Manta, who is Aquaman's arch, one of our- Aquaman's really? nemesis. But, yeah, there's, so there's a lot of stuff about him figuring himself out and blah, blah, blah. And okay. he just happens to be one of my people. So, nice. um, he's never had his own series, so I'm excited for the mini. Your so cool. People Part Aquatic? Well, I'm not black, so it's either aquatic (laughs) or gay. I'll let you figure it out. (laughs) Ew, Batman, stop. (laughs) Well, then. um. Oh, Lord. Oh, and then I also picked up Pedro and Me. That's the last thing. Pedro and Me is the Judd Winnick um, book, the comic book that he wrote and illustrated, dedicated to his no longer with us friend, um, from the real world so i oh. had read that like 12 years ago and finally got my own copy so i'm going to reread that did, did the guys book? in new
1: york mention that
0: or am i imagining things i mentioned it in the refrigerator episode oh okay got it well, yeah. but there i never owned hard. it so i just okay. ordered it and yeah. i'm excited to reread it for pride
1: well i think they just started filming the second Aquaman man movie just to tag along on that
0: nice so the first one is pretty yeah i like the first one yeah it's fun
2: Mm. Um, Black Manta was a standout of that movie. I thought I love how bonkers ass they went with his costume, like because his costume is ridiculous in the comics, and they just went for it in Who, the Black Manta. Yeah, yeah, they went for it in the movie, and I
0: thought it totally worked. I was like, this is totally fun. So yeah, comic movies work better, I think, when they just lean in. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. At least DC
1: accept and embrace it and go all out and. You know, you're going to have your fans that are into that and you're going to have the the kind of the Sunday quarterback kind of people that are just going to be like, oh, I don't know what's going on, but it's fun. And, you know, that kind of thing. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. I think that that movie definitely hit the right notes with just being like, okay, this is going to be a bonkers ass movie like. The only way to make an Aquaman movie work, because not everybody cares about Aquaman, is to just have fun with it. Like, if they had tried to take it too seriously, it would have, I don't think.
0: Your yeah. eldest loves him, right, Aaron? I yeah, def- Toby,
2: Toby likes uh, Aquaman a lot, yeah.
0: I definitely think I that think. movie did a lot to push that character forward. What about your week in cake, Jake?
2: Well, um, I took a little trip down memory lane and started on yet another... Um, deep dive, read through into my comic collection. Uh,
0: I decided. Uh, Isn't that what this whole damn thing is? I know. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, I don't have time to read. I guess I'm reading Pedro and me. I don't have time to read comic books when I'm not doing this podcast. Well, you know. Uh, but you, I have friends. You, you make time if you care. So, so. It's true. <laughs> That's fair.
2: Um, true. I decided they're about to launch a shared universe with multi-titles for the Spawn universe. Oh. And McFarlane is taking a bunch of these other characters that he's created throughout the 300 issues of Spawn mm-hmm. and giving some of them their own titles and doing a big multi-Spawn verse. Uh, so I went back, and I am reading the entirety of Spawn from issue one. Are you, you're reading, are you reading your solo issues?
1: Because I thought that never happened.
2: Uh, there will... So it is collected. It is more or less collected in trade up through like 140, 150. Holy cow. And then you'll have to get into single issues Jeez. after that. Um, so but not just, some of the- not just the one through 316. I'm reading every tie-in issue, every tie-in series. Uh, it's somewhere around 460 books oh at God. this point in time.
0: <laughs> is Angela getting her own book? Uh.
2: She so Angela is uh, an interesting topic. She was created uh, by a guest star and Neil Gaiman, and he did not. He wanted the rights back to her because anything you create for Image, it's creator owned, and so he took her back. And she now exists in the Marvel universe. Really? Yeah. Basically, same character, but she's an Asgardian. Um, and she's in Thor's books and everything, and there's a um,
0: huge lawsuit to deal with it. And, well, yeah. her and the Violator are the only characters from Spawn I know other than Spawn. <laughs> so. I was going <laughs> to
1: ask, who are some of the other characters that are big in Spawn besides, like, I don't know, so police the, that are trying to shoot him all the time, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, so Sam and Twitch, the two detectives that are in the city, um that that have the most run-in. I think they're supposed to actually get an H and maybe HBO. They're supposed to be getting their own TV show, like a crime documentary or a crime show that's set in Spawn's world. Interesting. But he's just like this background element that occurs.
1: How do they compare to like the Gotham PD? Are they as bumbling?
2: No, they're much more um, sidekicky. Like they get tied in with Spawn pretty soon, but they're like homicide detectives. So they're, you know, always on the trail of these weird occurrences that he's dealing with. Um, but there's been, so the spawn is like a legacy thing that happens to multiple people throughout time. Okay. And so a lot of like those, a
0: vampire slayer.
2: Yes. <laughs> and so a lot of those are, are the ones that are getting their own titles. So there's been like a gunslinger spawn. There's been a medieval spawn. Yeah.
0: Like an avatar, I guess. am <laughs> just going to keep saying things. <laughs>
2: But yep, so that's uh that has been my, uh I think I'm on issue 18 now and have put away. Is it away- nice and nostalgic? It is, I mean, it, you know, it's it's obviously super 90s, but it's like the best of the 90s. Like whether or not you know you are a fan of 90s comics, like McFarlane and Spawn, kind of. Mm-hmm epitomizes what that era of comic books was all about and nobody i don't i don't think anybody does it better than he did um the art is just phenomenal and the story is you know it is what it is it's but it's very much like that's what i started reading that's the comic that got me into comics and so like 14 year old jake is you know you're back back right.
0: yeah. I hope you stick with it. I'll be excited. <laughs> to. No, honestly, like I, I've tried to go back and do things like that, but that's such a huge feat. So I hope you, I am excited to hear your progress. Well, like the first 150 issues are a great, like tied together story.
2: And then it gets pretty choppy and kind of episodic after that. And so that comic bookie, uh-huh. that'll be the real hard.
0: So speaking of the nineties, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, we could just keep talking about Spawn. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you
1: don't know when a Todd McFarlane's worst decisions, right? Before we move on. It uh, was buying, uh, I th- oh. believe it was Mark McGuire's 70th oh, yeah. home run ball. Oh, he bought a bunch of them, like oh, a dozen of them. Yeah, yeah. They're worth like nothing now. So yeah. I don't know what he did with them, but like spent millions. But
2: Well, yeah. the dude's also worth like $400 million. So <laughs> yeah, he can probably, he can probably take it to the toss loss around. Yeah. All right, All right, so this, uh, this week, we sat down and read... Wait, I am doing the recap, right? You better. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we sat down and read the beginning of the Zero Hour story. Uh, the zero Hour is a countdown um, numbering. So we read issue four, issue three. We read Detective Comics 678 and Shadow of the Bat 31.
0: He got that right. The last few episodes, you've gotten the numbers wrong. I know.
2: I don't know why I keep screwing that up. But uh, in this issue, it picks up where we last left Wave Writer um, and the other um, Linear Men. The s- some character is erasing time from the end of time backwards to our present. And while doing that, it is creating oh, all these time anomalies where everything's being mixed up. And Aaron, uh, what's the spark notes? <laughs> we we got a little bit of a recap of Batman and Robin running into Batgirl, who is active. We got a recap of Batman going to Superman for help. And then we deal mostly with Wave Rider. We also
0: get a flashback to Green Lantern and Superman, which we saw in the Green Lantern books we read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the books you've made us read. And the Flash would have been in there, too, if we didn't cut that part out by reading the trades. So all the crap you've had us read is referenced in this book. (laughs) It
2: was. (laughs) I'll give you that. Wave Rider, Superman, and Metron are going around the DC universe trying to collect the remaining heroes to overcome this time anomaly, this time crisis. Um, and it, uh, one of the big players ends up being the Justice Society of America, who has uh, been operating alongside the Justice League at this point. Um, and they zip off into space to take on the extant threat. Um, and then we jumped over into the Batman world of Gotham to see what was happening there
1: because it's a Batman podcast, yeah, um. and
2: everything was normal. everything was just fine and cheery and and good you know the the Waynes weren't alive and mourning Bruce Wayne's death, and Batman existed, and that was all okay and then uh definitely just hitting on every issue we were gonna talk about, so well,
0: it's a recap, yeah, and
2: then uh. <laughs> Over in shadow, we have. I'm dividing
0: my time before I say what I want to (laughs) say, and then we'll set this microphone down. Go ahead.
2: We had a, a, (laughs) you know, he uh, hasn't been working for Bruce uh, for a while, but Alfred
0: came back. Yeah. So, my first thing is how are you going to have the name Wave Rider and not be a surfer? Because I I, I am now an experienced surfer. Thank you very (laughs) much. And I felt my Aquaman fantasy, like, the waves take me away. <laughs> and Wave Rider is not the tea; He's not it. I don't care about him. That's all I wanted to say. I was just Aaron, making a joke. do you
2: picture when <laughs> Ben's out on the ocean? Like, so you have to, like, lay on the board and, like, doggy paddle yourself out there. Yeah. Do you just imagine every time, like, a wave crested over him, he's, like... Doing the, the cobra pose, like Ariel from Little Mermaid. Oh, you have to. 75 percent
0: That's actually one of the first steps to getting up on the board is you're supposed to do the aerial pose. And I'm kidding you not. There was one time that I was too tired to lift myself up. So I get into the aerial pose. My very attractive surf instructor pushes me, and I just stay in the aerial pose <laughs> and ride it all the way to the shore.
1: So was surfing fun.
0: Surfing was amazing. Um, we loved it. Josh, my husband, is really good at it. Of course he is. Somehow, he, well, awesome. he was not staring at the surf instructor like I was. So he is, I was having a lovely conversation with surf instructor man, letting him drag me through the water on my surfboard. And Josh is, like, succeeding. It's okay, but Aquaman. Take me down to Atlanta. Basically. <laughs> basically. But, uh, yeah, it was an hour and a half lesson. Um I did stand up. I did ride a wave. Awesome. I'm like Wave Rider. And uh, yeah, well, I know it's not Weekend Cake anymore, but no, it's okay. highly I highly recommend mean, I disagree as a-
2: because he surfs through time. Like when he's traveling through time, then he needs a- like a
1: board or That's a piece okay. of cardboard or something a to piece stand of on. Card. A <laughs> cardboard? I don't know. Uh, so was this our first appearance of Darkseid in our podcast? No. Was it? An Apocalypse? I feel like it was. I wrote down, is this our first time, with a question mark about
0: Darkseid. It might be.
1: So. It is.
0: Why are you upset, Jake? Because you didn't no. give him a big entrance like you wanted to? Well, he was going to have,
2: we were going to do. Or was
1: he in one of the, was he in this one of the Superman books?
2: Uh, he's been mentioned by name, but this is, uh, an Apocalypse has as well, but I think this well, is the first time we've Well, in the movie that we reviewed. Um, right. That's we were right. going to do a whole dive into the fourth world. And talk about apocalypse and new genesis, uh, but it just didn't fit anywhere prior to this moment. Gotcha. But we That's will do it, don't you? I was worry. just curious. Don't you worry, fans.
1: So the zero hour four and three. I mean, following this is just a mess, and I'm just—it's a mess. There's too yeah. many. I when I read Crisis on Infinite Earths, you know, maybe I sh- if I hadn't read that, maybe I wouldn't have been as like, what is going on? But I also thought having read that I would have had been like more like in tune to what's going on because there's so many different people. And it's like a
0: 10 year later thing. So all those characters are gone now and you've got all these new freaking people in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so it's, there's just too many people to keep track of. Like I, I, props to the, to the writers and the artists for keeping all that shit straight but I'm like trying to take notes, and then these people are gone. I'm like, fuck, I just wrote a paragraph <laughs> about these people. I don't <laughs> care about them anymore. I'm not even going to mention them. And then these people are gone. And then it's going, it's bouncing back and forth on Earths, which we haven't really touched on a whole lot. Yeah. Um, which I, you know, knowing that there's a multiverse and knowing that there's infinite Earths and having read Crisis on that and blah, 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 I know that there's all out there. But it's just, I, I feel like these two issues were just too much to really like I was going to joke and say let's take this character by character and go through and right you can't even contemplate doing that I mean a wave rider I, I am not vested in him I don't give two shits like he could be sacrificed to a volcano and that'd be <laughs> awesome I don't care about
2: some of these people. He kind of looks like he was already thrown I, in about That's you know? kind of why I mentioned <laughs> More than a surfboard. Well, um, and,
1: and that's totally th- fair, Aaron. Worse I, enough then Extant now looks like him <laughs> or whatever at the end of the <laughs> issue. So...
0: I'm like, why, why why, two of them? One was more than enough. I think that's completely fair. I think you sum up a big issue with Marvel and DC and what they like to do with their characters. Like These books are always trying to be like, we're going to fix things with these crises, but it just makes it more complicated. Um, I'm kind of surprised that I don't own any of these or haven't read any of these just because um, we get the first page that Tim Drake Robin, Superboy and impulse are on together in this storyline. And this is also the first like big DC adventure that one of my favorite characters impulse and one of my other favorite characters, green lantern Kyle are in. So like they both were just created and now they're thrown into this huge thing. And I just never paid Uh attention to this storyline. So I'm, I'm happy that I can now say I've read it for that point, but I feel Your like the the earlier
1: stuff that you had us read made more sense now. Not that I'm giving my review or anything, well, like, but I feel like some of that made more sense with like the Kyle story, having him, you know, giving some background. I'm I'm assuming you're picking people that are going to be around at least a little while in this.
0: Oh, Kyle's around for years,
1: maybe. I don't. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. I don't care either way. But, <laughs> 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 it makes it easier to like it makes it easier to follow and get invested a little bit. If I know that next episode, this person's not going to be not, it's not going to be a game of Thrones where they're out, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. To Credit
0: Jake. He has introduced us okay. to the key players in these storylines. All right. So yeah. And Whether th- or not we care. Right. Like Aaron, different. you
2: jumped into crisis of infinite earths on your own because we had been talking about it so much on this podcast. And that is a lot to swallow. If you're uh, an avid reader, let alone somebody who's, you know, for you, you've been exploring the wider DC universe through our show and then just your general interest in comics. But like that dealt with every single Earth and storyline and character group that DC had at that point and mixed them all up. After that, we had a very linear, very straightforward DC continuity for a while and then they realized that they had all these problems in it. Were there a Be- bunch of men behind that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so th- I think Zero Hour... And it, its I don't want to give a review of it because the events of Zero Hour that I'm, where I'm most interested to talk about haven't happened yet. Sure. And But where you're at, like this is a very hard crisis to jump into. It deals with everything that happened in Infinite Crisis. It deals with some... You know, you've got Batman and Superman hanging around and the JSA is there, but you don't have a lot of the key players and it's using a lot of unknowns to tell its story and it's it's so short, it's only five issues that it doesn't have enough time for you to invest yourself into what Superman's doing into what you know, we're supposed to be reading along with wave Rider, basically. And like you said, like, I just don't care about him. And uh, yeah, it's hard.
0: I feel like for me, my exposure to zero hour was all of the individual issues, like all of the ongoing DC uh-huh. that I'm reading at that time, which was a lot of titles, um, all of them had a zero issue and all of them had an issue of their ongoing numbered that led right up to that zero issue. So I care about it in that sense. And those were the cool moments where we got to see the different versions of the characters, right. this overall story. I I cannot follow Aaron and I've been reading DC my whole life. I, it's, this is yeah. not what I want to be reading. Not in a shady way, Jake, just like this type of, huge everyone together when the plot is confusing is not right. me. I'm about character. Well, I'm
1: hoping it'll narrow once they start wiping people out like they are. I guess they're trying to get it maybe narrowed a little bit. I don't know. But so I, I don't the big know. The question we'll is why is Waverider dragging Flash's laundry around through <laughs> half of this book?
2: So, Flash is dead laundry. <laughs> yeah. So Flash is such a key player in all of the crises, but he dies in the future when the anomaly erases the time that he's in, and he tries to outrun it, because that's what Flash does, is outrun he stuff. tries to, Ba-dum-bum. doesn't succeed. And he, he turns back, I don't know, like, when writers try to explain a move that flash is going to do he's like i'm going to run really fast okay well how do i solve this problem by running really <laughs> science! fast science <laughs> i'm going to create a vortex big
0: words and science and then run backwards
2: <laughs> through the vortex while right, shaking my hand sense. and blinking my
0: left eye and that should solve the problem yeah it truly doesn't matter it it well it's just a go with it if you want to see pretty pictures. At least that's how I read these things, well, but that's not what this podcast is.
1: So that happens and Flash dies, and then all the morons that are trying to convince <laughs> him to, oh, do this and go really fast and it'll work, saying, well, that didn't work. Let's go forward again and try it again, <laughs> and maybe it'll work, and if that doesn't work, we'll just go to a different time and, you know, we'll, we'll try it again, and, you know, they're complete total morons.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the villain that's that's pulling all these strings, Extant, he's not even like prominent. He just like shows up randomly in a panel here. And says his name. That's yes. all he does. Extant! <laughs> <laughs> he
1: shows up and <laughs> says his name. <laughs> he doesn't
0: want you to forget it, Aaron. <laughs> it's ah, <whoa>. really important. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did like um, when... I think it's the Legion of Superheroes in the future. They go back trying to solve... They realize their book is
0: confusing. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it it's is. all time travel. Oh, yeah.
2: They realize that this is happening and their existence is about to be wiped out. So they go back in time to find one of the 20th century heroes and they pull a younger Hal Jordan forward in time. And that Hal Jordan ends up dying. And so, later on, when all the super... This is right after how Jordan went bad.
0: Like, the DC universe hasn't even had time to deal with Hal not being here <laughs> before they're messing with it again.
2: Yeah. Well, and his his friends are like, well, Hal's dead now, so maybe that'll help us fix him being a bad guy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like the nonsensical, let's, let's just write ourselves out of this corner that we've
0: got right, ourselves yeah, in. Go.
2: Yeah.
0: Aaron, do you think Jake should uh, get those white streaks on the side of his hair like Hal has? I cannot wait. That is like a dream come I true. I think you <laughs> should. <laughs> I think you should dye it. If I go gray
2: just on my sideburns first, <laughs> I will be so happy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I can see him just trying to pull that off, and he needs the he needs the flash like old flash like metal bucket hat.
2: Oh yeah, the tin. Yeah, Jake Ertz tin hat.
0: I love that hat. <laughs> think, All right, I think Jake well, could rock it.
2: So the stuff that happens in zero hour four and three is bonkers shit crazy, and it's really hard to follow. We we do we. We do get a lot of the rehashing of the Batman issues that we read and the Flash issues, like Ben said. But uh, let's jump over and talk about Detective Comics 678 because this is a Batman podcast. And I think these next two issues are... It's worth trudging through for zero hour to read this bonker shit in
0: Batman's world. Do you agree, Aaron? Uh,
1: I did like these two issues more. Well, of course, um, you
0: like the multiple Alfred issue. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that was goofy.
1: <laughs> um, you know, I, I liked in the, the D- Detective Comics uh, six seventy eight where it uh, Batman comes home to the Wayne Manor and no, Alfred's not there because he he'd left or whatever was going on and
0: he, he quit
1: right he had quit like two seasons ago or whatever <laughs> yeah at this it point was two seasons ago
2: <laughs> during the events of nightfall yeah. alfred quit because batman would not quit right so so
1: batman comes home and he's like oh i'm left alone with bruce wayne he's wait do terrible. two quitters make a right um
2: that doesn't work no i don't i think it works Go ahead, Aaron.
1: <laughs> he said he's left alone with Bruce Wayne, and, and Bruce Wayne is terrible company. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah, Selena agrees.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then he hears uh, knocks at the door or people coming in, and Thomas and Martha are alive. And he starts figuring out, like, at first he's kind of like confused, and, and then an Alfred shows up, and, and all this stuff's going on. And I think he's like, enjoying the fact and he wants to go back and talk to them but he's like okay this is my chance to go beat the shit out of joe chill who killed my parents but i actually died at the whatever movie theater and so he goes and like tries to follow the storyline and you know tries to find joe chill and ends up not being joe which i thought was interesting If you know i don't know if it's just because the, the time is being all screwed up that that's not joe or if they're telling us that no it it was never him to begin with, and Bruce will never know who actually killed his parents because I think once he does know, Batman's journey or his, his motivation may change. So I think not knowing is important to his story.
2: Yeah, I, I thought having the, um, you know, his parents are actually alive and he can have a relationship with them now and all that kind of stuff, I think that's an idea that, that's a little redundant in Batman's stories. But I really liked that he immediately goes on a vengeful streak to find Joe Chill. And, like, I couldn't take my vengeance on him when I was a child, but I can now. And then having that seed of doubt placed in Uh his mind that when he finds out that in this reality that he's been dropped into, where Bruce was shot, not Thomas and Martha, that he, uh, that it wasn't Joe Chill. And maybe. In his reality, it wasn't Joe Chill. And having that that he has to take that back with him and have that realization that maybe he screwed up and maybe he his parents weren't actually uh the justice wasn't brought to their killer, that that's pretty interesting.
0: Huh. What a dumb name. Joe Chill. Joe Chill. <laughs> it is a dumb name. I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was cool to touch on the Batman stuff. It is a Batman podcast and all that. These are ones I hadn't read. It just it, it gets confusing cuz some of the um zero hour crossover stuff is very much like at least the issues I read, which is like the teen stuff and the Green Lantern and blah, blah, blah. It's like they're living their life and everything's normal. And then one person shows up. That's not supposed to be there. So reading these other stories where maybe the main character moved Mm -hmm. or maybe multiple things are switched was definitely interesting. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) confusing. Yeah, it It is
1: confusing. mm -hmm. And well, he gets done finding Joe chill. And then he, he's like, okay, if I go home, I can talk to mom and dad. And, I can blah, blah, blah. And he rushes back and goes through the secret passageways and goes all this and he gets back to Wayne Manor and it's like abandoned and broken and his timeline has shifted again and he's really disappointed that he can't have any kind of closure or any chance to. He gave up the chance for that one last moment with his parents to be Batman. So he took Batman over Bruce Wayne again. What? When he like, had the yeah, one opportunity. immediately,
2: Like that was his first thought was to go after Joe, not to have a moment to talk to his parents.
0: Because he's an asshole. Batman can never have closure. He literally dresses like a bat. Like he, Bruce is the worst at closure like that's the whole point of why this (laughs) podcast exists if he had closure he would go to therapy he would donate his money to fixing crime with education and better things with all his billions of dollars you don't need to run around and punch people bruce maybe put your money to fixing the city
1: no he he needs to build a space station
0: (laughs) (laughs) just in case there's ever a team up of superheroes (laughs) just in case how about working on uh, clinics and homes and he other a things, Bruce? Orphans. Sex education. Sex education. <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, so yeah, Aaron, just store it in the back of your memory, uh, for like four years from now about the whole. Uh, He's not gonna do that. <laughs> what would happen if uh martha and thomas survived that alley and bruce did not is that in else worlds no it's not um it's really interesting i did not i had never read this issue before now and i i didn't know that this idea had been done in the books before <laughs> uh because it's it's current and, and you know happening
1: so was it just a giant ploy for martha and Thomas to get rid of Bruce and get away and they escape to an island <laughs> and we're like fuck this little bitch who Santa Prisca? Like, maybe maybe they're just like god this kid is so annoying Alfred's here we'll just pay him zillions to take care of Bruce and live in our mansion and all he's got to do is just wait on this kid and whatever I don't care let's just get out of here Thomas and they just drop the pearls they like have enough money they just killed some other people themselves oh my god left their bodies there <laughs> they could pay off the Gotham PD they're dumb enough i'm gonna write this book Whew.
2: i'd read it i'll call it the art of being a great detective it'll be popcorn
0: <laughs> popcorn <laughs> popcorn and pearls yeah okay um so the, so the last issue ben alfred
1: <laughs> do you mean clumsy fat alfred who looks like you al capone <laughs>
0: Derpy Alfred. It's Derpy Alfred. It's
2: Alfred Beagle, guys. That's why we're drinking a Regal Beagle. Uh, this is the original version we of Alfred, oh. and he was known as Alfred Beagle when he first came around. Clever. Oh. The drink
0: was delicious. Are you going to make me another one? I sure. kind
2: liked it as well. Alfred Beagle. Uh, it was original
1: version.
0: Oh! Isn't that what Beagle sounds like? That is what I thought Beagles you said
1: bagel, because like. I think this Alfred had a few too many.
2: Uh, yeah. He's a, he's a husky little guy. And he is very clumsy. Uh, so he was designed and introduced in Batman 16. And then um, they had intended to put him in the comics at around the same time that the 1945 serials were happening. And the actor cast as Alfred in the serials Was a slender guy with a mustache and more regal looking, and so then it was one of the first retcons. Oh, so
0: he was regal, not beagle, but a bump.
2: Oh, there you go. (laughs) So it was one of the first retcons. They backtracked him. They had Alfred Beagle, husky guy, get uh, sent out on a vacation, which we see in this issue. And he goes, and he does some self-care, and he comes back skinny and mustached.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That is <laughs> actually really cool yeah. at, for oh. a Batman podcast. No, <laughs> well, I mean, that's cool that we're learning about the retcon. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in a book Not that cool that they did that to a fat man, but, <laughs>
2: I mean, well. maybe. Well, and so at, at the end of the crisis, when all of the different lo- uh, lineages of the, all the stories that had happened, Alfred Beagle ended up becoming the Earth 2 Alfred, um where Alfred Pennyworth stayed the Earth 1 Alfred. Okay.
1: Batman and Robin and I'm assuming this is um, Tim, they stopped this Howard Stein guy from
2: Oh yeah, robbing I give a his shit own about that story at all. Yeah,
1: he's robbing his own company and so there's all this like hypnotizing going on and I was like, "Where's the mad hatter?" cuz that's his whole deal. And so they were like it was basically I don't know, some guy nobody really cares about just hypnotizing people to do his bidding and rob and in a chance that, oh, I'll be the one that takes down Batman, which obviously doesn't work ever for anybody. So that that whole part was just kind of goofy, but um, Bruce is is just like, so this other Alfred shows up and Tim and, you know, Tim's like, God, I really could go for some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and there's stuff waiting for him in the Batcave, which, you know, he's like, what? And... So Bruce, of course, is immediately an asshole to the guy. And, like, (laughs) you you better tell me what happened. And, like, the dude's like, I don't fucking know what's going on. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just taking my peanut butter. And and this is, like, a few days after Batgirl shows back up. And Batman is, like, he mentions that. And it's just kind of like, dude, pull your shit together. Maybe stop going out and do some
0: research and kind of, like. Oh, would you say he's a lousy detective, Aaron? Because you know who wouldn't act that way? Nancy Drew. But we'll get to that in a couple episodes. Does
1: she still have parents?
0: Uh, one. Okay. That might be why. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good point, Aaron.
0: This drink is really good. <laughs>
2: um, Yeah, I... I this was just kind of a fun, silly issue. Oh yeah, I, I, I think the only thing that matters to anything, like continuity-wise, is just the fact that Alfred's still missing. Uh, Bruce is reflecting on, well, he left, and you know, it's his fault that he left, and I'm not going to go find him. And I'm like, you fucking asshole! Like, that's your dad, basically. Yeah, like, that, yeah,
1: that, that's yeah. You're giving up on the person that has stuck by you through everything and and saved you, and and he's yelling at. Um, the Alfred in here, who wants to be a detective, wants to be a crime fighter. He's like, you're a butler, not a crime fighter. Remember that. <laughs> and then what happens, Ben? What happens? Who saves Batman's ass once again?
0: Alfred. Yes.
1: And then Batman's <laughs> like. <laughs> and,
0: then
1: <laughs> and then Alfred vanishes just as he's like getting all excited about being there. And he disappears.
2: Yeah, and he's like, well, when, uh, when this happens in my timeline, I won't leave you, Bruce. I promise. I won't go anywhere. And then he's like, oh, like, Bagel Alfred loves him more than ever Alfred did. Oh, I'm so sad. But, yeah.
0: sad. Beagle Bagel?
1: Beagle Bagel. Sad. <sighs> Reviews.
0: But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say
1: all right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled.
0: That was awesome. That yes. Yes. No. <laughs> okay, so I'm really happy I read this because I finally saw the first page with my three favorite superheroes all on the same page. That's <laughs> you got to go find that iconic. Issue now, right? I have to find that issue. Absolutely.
2: Well, you're in luck because. Uh, zero-hour issues are cheap as shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'll, I'll drop a $1.50 on Amazon when we get off the phone. <laughs> Just kidding. I will support a local comic book store. Um, the Hunt will be more fun. Um, so I'm glad I read that. Um, I think zero-hour in general is a cool concept. I didn't care about these specific issues. So do I recommend these specific issues? No. The Batman ones were fun as like a solo thing, but... I'm ready to move on and get more of my characters. I
1: see. Uh, I kind of mentioned the the first two, there's a lot going on and it's really hard to follow. So if you are someone that likes things easy to follow, don't read this. If you want to know, you know, if you've been following along with us and you are curious as to why the fuck Jake is choosing this line of books, (laughs) then stick with us and read it. And that's where I'm at. Uh, I did like the Batman ones. I liked getting back to his world, it's a little more
0: Familiar. Normal?
1: <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah.
0: Unfortunately.
1: So I, it's I mean unless
0: you know, I guess. Well, yeah, no, well, no, I mean, you know.
1: You know the characters and you know yeah. the environment in the city. You know, there's a lot, I guess, that's good about the zero hour ones, <laughs> but I don't know what it was. So
2: uh read it if you want i think it'll be interesting after next week and the review that comes with finishing the zero hour story because we definitely i stuck these batman issues right in the middle of reading uh, a very complicated uh i don't know that it's engrossing but it's a a a lot of different storylines happening in the zero hour at the same time and so interjecting those with these other batman issues was a choice that i made. i don't know if i would go back and reread zero out the same way. you may just want to push through mm-hmm. and read it all at once and then go revisit the batman stuff. Um, i very much enjoyed detective 678 like to the point that i kind of want that as a single issue cuz i i don't know i just really liked that take on what batman would do when he found out his parents were alive and then when he realizes oh shit like i probably should be hanging out with them he loses them again and like aaron said yeah. that his choice was to be batman over being bruce and those kind of character moments i whether or not they make him a good character they don't make him a good person but they make him a good character i think yeah i would agree and a character to follow and so i like that a lot um i i'm glad we read those and then you obviously need the beginning of zero hour to get to the rest of zero hour, which takes us to what we're reading next week, guys. Uh, so I was gonna time. ask. <laughs> so, so we will wrap up uh, zero hour proper. Woo-hoo! We are gonna read in this order, zero hour number two, zero hour number one, Robin number ten Yay. Uh, and zero hour zero. Aaron, the don't be si- to hold on, Jake. Hour. Hold on,
0: Jake. I got to cut you off because Aaron, don't be saying because the Robin stuff we have read I the was last couple seasons. My throat, ben. <clears> throat. The Robin stuff we've read the last couple seasons is stronger than most of what we've been reading. I I did that totally just
1: to get a rise out of you. I would hope you would understand that.
0: I do, but I still have to say my piece. I hope you understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake, what were you saying? I really Something do want to act
1: like. And just knock this
2: glass over, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spill it everywhere. Um. So yeah, if <laughs> right when Josh <laughs> walks back in the room, he's like, "What's happening?"
2: <laughs> if you uh, if you went out and found the trades, uh, hang on to the same two trades because you'll be reading them. Finish the zero hour Sweet. crisis and time trade, and then uh, luckily the Robin issue is collected in the Batman zero hour trade as well.
0: Aaron, what did we learn? <laughs>
1: It's that time again. Did you do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. <laughs> well, my apologies are going to go out to one of our former guests on the show. Sarah, I'm sorry. Jake wants to hear Frank Gershon in his laugh while you get it on. Oh no! (laughs) Or maybe I heard that wrong. I don't know. I thought that's what I heard. It's not what you heard at all. For
0: the Brotherhood of Batman, (laughs) I'm Ben. I'm glad I will not be driving because I'm going to keep drinking. So, (laughs) bye!
1: I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I'll clean this up.
2: Thanks for listening. And I'm Jake. Uh, Stick with us. We're getting through this stuff one way or another. Said Batman to Catwoman. (laughs) Oh!
1: (laughs) There is plans
0: to see